All right. Welcome to our podcast. As a matter of of black. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm Bowie. And it's your boy. I'm shining from pinky finger to thumb. You know what it is. Bali. (laughs) Did you get like, did you buy diamonds with your stimulus check or what? Nah, man, I'm just shining, man, because, you know what I'm saying, I'm just shining because I'm the sun, you know, that's what I do. <laughs> okay. I'm the sun. <laughs> so, so we're back, you know, as usual with another episode, and we'll get into this episode a little, a little later, but, you know, as usual, wanted to just thank everybody for listening to us for like fooling with us the long way the like longest way um sharing you know our posts and um yeah just like coming to hang out with us every time we we upload a new episode like we appreciate everybody ready you know what I'm saying that's real spill that's some spilligion right there you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> um I'm gonna try to so, make everything a reference to like some type of beverage in this episode. So Oh, that's that's good. That's quite uh, refreshing what you just did right there. Refreshing, yeah. So so we wanted to, you know, come back with a very new episode, but then also like a new episode with a twist because we had been neglecting our beer nerds and our beer geeks and our beer connoisseurs, and we really hadn't been doing um any four ingredients like at the end of every episode like we the last episode that we did a four ingredients i literally can't remember can you no i don't i don't man and that's sad because you know we really we really are shaking up the whole foundation of how we started this off man so you know that's on us for being naughty we're being naughty by you know by not you know sticking to the formula yeah agreed Right now, we're going to turn the percentage right back up, if you know what I'm, if you understand what I'm talking about on the ABV level. You know what I'm talking about? Definitely, because, you know, I don't know about you, but, like, I literally haven't had a beer in a long time. Like, maybe, like, two months. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be real with you. Like, this is, like, um, this is the first time that I purchased, like, some beer, and I have I drank a beer probably about a month and a half ago, but okay. I've actually went to the store and purchased a beer probably since like early March, late February. And because of that, we wanted to do a very, very, very special four ingredients episode where where all we do is is just you know kind of just drink beer, right? That's all we want. We wanted to do just do that today. So all my brew sippers, this is for you. Go ahead, lay back, you know what I'm saying? Pop open a can or, or pop off your top, and you know what I'm saying? We just gonna really, we gonna, uh, we gonna soak in the suds, you know what I'm talking about? Right, and, and while we do that, we're gonna play a really fun game. Like this game, this game ain't really got no name to it. It's just really random, but like, do you wanna play a game while we, are we do drink beer and talk to the people? Sure. Okay. So I figured we could do this thing where I ask you a question 
you can't answer and you ask me a question I can't answer you'll be in the hot seat we'll both be in the hot seat we get to ask each other a question we both get to answer like respectively and then it'll be fun I, at least I think it'll be fun I'm down Perfect. <laughs> so before we, before we started, before like we, you know, get started, I just want to mention that we we uh made a beer swap earlier today. Word, yeah. That was the first time I seen you in like a long time. <laughs> yes, first time we saw each other in a long time, and it was only just so we could swap beers. So I had an adventure a couple of weeks ago where I went to Memphis and I was doing some random stuff in Memphis. And then I was like, let me just swing by, you know, to see what kind of beer they got. And I brought back a beer, but I don't know if we're going to do that one first. Like, which one are we going to do first? Do we decide? Uh, it's really on you to decide whatever you want to do. Just hop it up, hop it up. Okay. I say we start with your beer first. Yeah, because uh, that's a good choice to do that because our the beer I chose was not the beer that we've been talking about, but it's something yeah. that we have never uh, that we've never tried. I, I'm pretty sure you've never tried. I know I never tried it. So you know, I'm over here looking at the can. You know, it's a real interesting looking can. I don't know if you was looking at it. Yeah, it is, man. It's like. <laughs> It's definitely a, if, if I had to say anything about this beer, it looked like it came straight up out of Northwest Arkansas. Like, <laughs> like the, the artwork on the beer is like, is like some stuff that like, I don't think uh, people around Central Arkansas would create. So do you want to tell them the name of it? Okay, so this beer right here, is uh called it's from the north fork brewing company it's their scurvy dog ipa mm. so, uh you know what i'm saying it's six percent you know what i'm saying back of the can says you know hello my friend we are proud to call the makers of nature's beer our ingredients are born and raised locally some are harvested from the wild we believe this makes for an authentic and tastier brew. Our location is in the historic town or Norfolk, Arkansas. See, when I picked it up, I thought it said Norfolk. I thought it was going to be hollering at my people out there in, in the VA. In Virginia. But I was I was bewildered because when I finally, <laughs> when I finally read, and this is like, I picked this beer up at like, you know, like after 11 o'clock at night. So I was on a food run. I was like, I'm going to stop by Colonial and pick this up too. But um, yeah, and so uh, I don't know where Norfolk, Arkansas. Oh no, my bad. It says uh, Norfolk, Arkansas. Norfolk, Arkansas, which sits at the confluence of the Norfolk and White Rivers, uh. at the edge of the Ozark National Forest. So I was right. I promise I didn't even know that. That look, that's how your boy. You know, saying sometimes you can judge a book by its cover. Because <coughs> this dog biting a fish on the cannon. I was like, that's definitely them folks in the Ozarks in the Northwest Arkansas. Like, we don't. Wait. What? It looks like a bird. It ain't no fish. That's a bird on the can. Like, that's a dog eating a bird. Okay. Well, I can't really tell because there's letters all over. 
like the, the artwork. It's like it says scurvy dog IPA. I, I couldn't tell what was in his mouth. I thought it was a fish. Like I thought my dog, like I ain't never even seen no birds just be get ate by dogs like that. I be seeing dogs go jump in the water, get the fish. Animals do that. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's what it is. A scurvy dog IPA, you know, 6%. You know, uh, straight up, like you say, it's on the on the edge of the Ozark National Forest, na na National Forest, I'm sorry. And uh, yeah, man, you know, shout out to Norfolk. I don't I don't ever think I ever even passed through that town. So you ready to dig into this one? Check it out. I'm definitely ready. I'm All right. So this right here is for the this for the beer lovers right here. Hop it up with Bowie and Bali. All right, let's get into it. Hope y'all okay. You ready? I'm ready. I'm pouring mine in a glass because I'm classy. And I'm drinking mine out the can because I'm about the Ozark, so I'm doing it like they would do it up there. So because I'm classy, I'm just gonna let everybody know it's a real dark looking IPA. <laughs> like no it's real dark. It's a little, you know, caramel colored, which is unusual. Not usual. Yeah. You make me want to grab a glass real quick. Hold on. Yeah, you know, this is what I do. You know, I like to, I'm a very, like, comprehensive taster. Like, I like to experience all that the beer has to offer. And so I like to look at the color. I like to smell it. I like to taste it. I guess you can't really hear it. I mean, all beer kind of sounds the same, you know, in theory. So that's just my observation. I see how you're trying to like act like you, you know what I'm saying, you got a GED in this or something, you know. I mean, the thing is, we, we've been leaving everybody hanging for months. We can't just, we can't just drink the beer out the can now. I mean, you know. <laughs> Okay, and see that's what that's what you call fitting in front of your boys right there, because you know as we we didn't just jump into this this podcast episode. She didn't tell me she had all the little tray sitting out there with her her stuff already selected. You know what I'm saying? Glasses and stuff. I'm just trying to do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we. I, I, I went and gra grabbed one of my uh, one of my double IPA glasses from Sam Adams. So. Bam. I'm so mad because I don't have a beer glass. Like I, I used to have two beer glasses, and I don't know where either one of them went. Well, actually, one of them I broke. But anyway, okay. Yeah, okay. I see what you're talking about. It is a little. It's a little dark. Yes, yeah, a little dark. Shout out to um, old Chicago that shut down in North Little Rock. I got a ton of their beer glasses, so I'm using one of theirs today. Are you ready to taste? I'm ready when you are. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, salute, let's go. Yeah, cheers. Mm. Oh. All right. So, I'm just going to be the first to say I like it. Mm. Let me taste it one more time real quick. If I get oh. the, the, it's a little browner than I thought it would be, yeah. Yeah, I told you. Um, okay. Uh, it, it, it's pretty cool. It, it, man, I'm going to tell you, it's kind of weird, like, not drinking beer regularly and then coming back and drinking some of the stuff that I typically uh, just 
would have on a regular basis, like IPAs. I haven't had too many IPAs. Like but uh, what's your thoughts on them? So, for me, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Like, I'm kind of sitting here. It doesn't have, like, sometimes I feel like IPAs have, like, a... um like a bite or like an after, like an aftertaste kind of in the mm -hmm. back, you know? Mm -hmm. This one kind of tastes cleaner to me. It tastes like, like it has a, definitely has a full IPA flavor, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have that like really strange like bite. Um, it's malty, it's a malty beer. And um, I feel like a lot of times IPAs have like this citrusy thing kind of going on. Mm -hmm. And this one don't really have that. Like, I'm trying to figure out what it has instead, but I don't really know. Yeah, but I like it. Yeah, it's cool, man. Uh, it's a little, to me, I don't know why it tastes a little bit lighter. Maybe because it's not a double IPA. It does. It does taste lighter. Yeah. It tastes a little lighter. Got a got a nice little uh, flavor to it, you know. Um mm. You know, uh, not, not, it ain't super hoppy. No, 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 it's not. That's what it is. Maybe it's the hops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not super hoppy at all. But you, you know what I'm saying? You, you get you a, it's a quality beer, I'm going to say, man, because, uh, you know, it got a nice little taste to it. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, most people who like don't like hops, they be like, oh, it felt like I was just drinking pine and, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like you lick the tree or something like that. They describe it that way. So it's not too, it's like they feel like they licked the pine tree or something. But it's like, I don't know how many of y'all been doing that in y'all life because I can't tell you what that's like. <laughs> yeah, me either. Just, I have no we, idea. We weren't licking uh, pine trees in the S-Dub growing up, you know. Um, but it's, it's, it's got a lighter flavor, got a, real, got a real unique flavor to it, but it's light. And so I feel like uh, people who like maybe normally don't like IPAs, they like Pilsners and things of that nature, they would enjoy this. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, shout out to Norfolk, the city of that. That's that. I'm gonna have to go do some history on this little town right here because uh, I ain't never heard of it. I mean, me either, and like, no offense, but it doesn't necessarily seem like someplace I would want to visit, but you know, uh, who am I? Who am I? The more, you, the more you drink it, though, you know what I'm saying, uh, I think you will enjoy it. Uh, it's a nice, this is this is a nice, nice little beer for the fall time. I ain't going to front. Oh, I agree. And But it's also like, it's a nice beer for the fall time. But, you know, sometimes people like to drink heavier in the fall. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's still like an easy, an yeah. easy fall, fall beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm to have to agree with you on that. Like this, this. This the beer, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you want to sit out and chill outside. It ain't real cold, but mm. you might be doing a little, might be doing a little uh, grilling outside, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Keep this cold on deck, and it's like a little, nice little flavor to it. So, you know, I'm going to give Norfolk Brewing the scurvy. I don't know why they call it scurvy, scurvy dog, because it's like two definitions to scurvy. Like one, is. one is like vitamin C deficient. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that got to do with anything. 
I know. I literally was looking it up, like I'm, cause I'm that kind of person. So I was trying to Google it, and I just was like, I don't know. In the earth, it's like an urban dictionary. A scurvy dog is like an insult. So you could call somebody like an old scurvy dog, like you know, like an insult. Yeah, it sounds like some your granny <laughs> call you. You know what I'm saying? Your granny would probably call you. Yeah, if she if she was like tired of calling you a bald head scallywag, you know what I'm saying? She'd be like, bring your little scurvy dog self up in this house and sit down somewhere. You know, she might say something like that. Yeah, well she be talking about your daddy. Be like, yeah. your daddy ain't no good. He a he a scurvy dog. Oh, scurvy dog, yeah. It is. Yes. <laughs> 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 Oh, ugly self, scurvy dog. <laughs> you know, you know that that might be what she called him. You know, so you can call scurvy dog. You know, and pretty much saying you ain't you ain't about nothing. You worthless. And right, but it's also confusing because of the the picture on the front. It's a dog catching a bird. I don't. He ain't got no business. He ain't got no business with that bird in his mouth. He but maybe he catching a bird to take it back for dinner because you know people do that in the country. The dogs go out, they shoot the bird. Remember, you know, they shoot the duck or whatever, and then the dogs go out and get it and bring it back. That's a duck. This don't even look like, maybe this is a duck. Maybe there ain't no bird. Maybe this is a duck. It's a small duck if it's a duck. Man, it, is, it, is, it is a duck. I can see okay. the on this thing now. It is a duck. So they basically just lied on the dog because the dog is doing his, his job on the can. And then it has like a Walt Whitman quote at the time. Did you see? Do you see the yeah, Walt Whitman quote? I didn't even want to start getting into the Walt Whitman stuff like we was in the Dead Poet Society or something. Yeah. But uh, I seen it. I have learned that to be with those I like is enough. Is that what it says on top of yours? Yeah, that's what it says on mine. Okay, I just want to make sure they won't put individual quotes on all they can. So, Which is also peculiar. Like it's a weird quote for, for like this day and time because it I mean, I ain't been hanging around nobody I like because of COVID. <laughs> yeah, you ain't been hanging with me, and so you don't like me for sure. I have learned that to be with those I like is enough. It's enough. It's so enough. I have learned to be with myself is enough because that's that's all and, I got. And basically, she said, "I'm tired of hanging with you, Bali. Uh, <laughs> I have learned that this podcast is enough." So, you know, the social distancing she's been doing, you know, uh, Bowie, I, I, I appreciate you on that. Okay, I got a random question for you because we're going to try to finish this beer <laughs> and get to the next one. I got I, I guess I want to give you a random question. I am ready. You ready? Yes. Okay. So, uh, random question. Uh, if your parents... If your parents could go to like one concert, if you could bless them with a surprise like concert to go to, like one with their favorite artists, who do you think they would go see? Who do you think they would want to go see if you could bless them with some tickets to their favorite artists of all time? Huh. Well, that's kind of hard. Okay, it's kind of hard. So do your best. Because my parents have different tastes in music. Okay, so like I said, you, you you don't have to say just one. Just tell me like some artists. Okay, okay, okay. So for my mom, I think it would be uh, Sade. 
Oh, okay. I like your mama. Yeah, for her, I remember when Sade came out with her album uh, "Soldier of Love." That was I the thought, song. No, I thought that was the name of her album. I thought that was the name of the song. Okay, it may be. It may maybe, be. maybe you right. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but I didn't tell me though. I remember when she came out with her album. It, it, I think it came out like on or around Valentine's Day. And I bought my mom that album in a like a single rose and she just fell to pieces like she didn't know what to do with herself. Yeah, it was called Soldier of Love. The album came out in 2010. Mm. Um, and she just didn't know. It came out on the 5th of February. And so I got it for her for like Valentine's Day. And she just like played that doggone album until it just was all scratched up. She was so happy. She didn't know what to do with herself. Um, and then for my dad, I would like, I would love, I would have loved for him to see somebody like Robert Johnson. Mm. Cause like my dad's a huge, like blues person, like huge, uh, blues person. Mm-hmm. And he'd already seen like BB King and Johnny Taylor. Cause you know, they, he used to go to like blues on the river all the time. Word. He never see like no old school, like Robert Johnson or, you know. Lightning Hopkins or something like that. Like he would love something like that. That's what's up. I, I like how you did yours. That was uh, you gave you, you gave something from the past and, and right now. Mhm. Mhm. Already, you went you went deep on that. All right, I, feel, <laughs> I like that. I like that. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I, I I feel bad because my questions aren't like my questions are like stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, start asking your stupid ass questions. <laughs> so, I'm enjoying this beer too. This Norfolk, I'm enjoying. Yeah, me too. It's great. Um. Okay. So, if you could replace your legs with the legs of an animal, what animal would you choose? God dog, man. Okay. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> man, um Okay, see, I wasn't prepared for nothing like this. I'ma say I'ma say man. <laughs> well, look, okay, so I'm trying to think of an animal that's standing upright. Okay. Because I don't want to switch legs and start having to use my hands <laughs> legs too. And hands and arms as legs too. Because uh, so <laughs> I ain't trying to start, you know, crawling around here like that. But right. Oh, man. I don't know. Give me like, give me like some, uh, Give me some T-Rex legs or something like that so I can still walk. <laughs> I want to walk, man. I want to be able to run. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Give me some road running legs or something like that. I want to still be able to walk and run and stuff, man. Ain't nobody trying to use their arms. Like, I almost said a cheetah. But I was like, man, that's yeah. bending over and, you know, all that type of stuff. And right. It'd be, yeah. it be crazy, too, now, because you be... It'd be looking crazy, like, in a mood to, like, see, like, animals walking upright. Like, have you been seeing these videos of, like, bears walking upright? 
Yeah. Yeah. That stuff be looking crazy. But yeah, I just, like yeah, give me some uh give me some dinosaur legs or <laughs> a roll runner so I can get get my walk on still, man. Nobody's trying to do all that crawling and running on all fours and stuff, you know. <laughs> you right. These questions gonna be crazy with you. Mm. I was like you would say cheetah or lion or something, but I get it. Like I would you would still want to have the same like mobility as as you do now. Yeah, because then like what I'm gonna do, like who what what kind of woman gonna want a man is just around here like that? <laughs> <laughs> like like mm -hmm. can you can you imagine your boy you inviting your boy out to like, ooh, let's go have drinks over here at uh, at Agassi. And then bam, I just come up and down all four and then hop up in the chair with you. Like <laughs> you was not gonna invite me no more, but maybe if I got legs. I can still walk up. I can wear some pants that, like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe everybody can't be looking at my legs like that. You know what I'm saying? You don't really show your legs now, though. Like, I don't think I've ever seen you in, like, shorts. <laughs> I, mean, I, pref I think that pants are great for us. <laughs> that means you wouldn't wear, like, a kilt. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, I feel like that wasn't a bad question. Don't be, don't be hating on my questions. You the one said they were stupid. All, all I did was say, ask your stupid question. That's all I did. <laughs> Chill out, scurvy dog. You did, but then you said, these questions are going to be weird. <laughs> Chill out, scurvy dog, in the background. Hopefully, no. She get on my nerves. I, anyway. Okay, so you want me to ask you another question? Yes. One more question for both of us, and then we be ready for the other one? Or are you still... What are you looking like? Mm, I can finish it. Or we don't have to finish it. We can just get another cup. I'm going to finish mine, man. I ain't trying to have them just sitting around. <laughs> okay. <you're> <laughs> yeah, keep them cold. Um, so I'm just coming up with them off the top of my head, by the way. Me too. Don't be trying to, um, act like I'm over here doing, like, Googling and stuff. No, I'm just saying, so, like, when I say, um, I'm, I'm actually just sitting around thinking. That's what I'm saying. I'm sipping okay. and thinking. Mm. Yeah. I had tried to put my dog up, but then she was, she, she was over here whining. So that's why y'all hear the dog in the background. She's scurvy, man. She's scurvy. Um... So, man. Oh, okay. I got one. Don't know if you watched this show or not. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite shows, so I want to just see that if you have any comment on it. What? Tell me, like, your most memorable or favorite Dave Chappelle show skit or sketch. Oh, man. <sighs> I did watch that show, and as a, it's so funny because I still watch that show. And I'm so mad you asked me that question because I only really have one point of reference for this episode. But like, it was the episode where Most Deaf was his um, musical guest, and they were like in the car, and most of it was like, I don't know if he was freestyling or what. I guess he wasn't freestyling, no, but. Nah, he wasn't. 
Okay. So they were in the car and most of was like rapping and like Dave Chappelle was like driving and he was in the passenger seat and he was like rapping. But I literally don't remember like what else was happening in the episode because like just recently I was like, no matter, I was like turning on the show, like on the TV here at my house. And then one time I had went to go get something to eat and like the Dave Chappelle show was on and every time I was watching it, every time I saw it, it was literally just that moment where most of was in the car rapping with Dave Chappelle and like, I mean, I guess because that, that's my favorite episode, I guess. I have no idea what else is going on. Do you remember? On that episode, I, I probably <laughs> can tell you what happened on that, that episode, but all I remember is um, from what you're talking about, because I can't remember what guest was on what show and what sketches were going on. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, most Depp was rapping, don't push me. Close. Right. Uh, yeah, to the front, to the middle, and back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was he was rapping that in the car. I don't remember what sketches were also on that show, that particular show. I just I just remember most Dev was like chilling in the in the car with a fedora on, and he was rapping while Dave Chappelle was driving. So. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what what uh what they were doing on that, but that was like one of the first episodes I want to say too. I think it was. That, like, was season, that was season one for show, and then the first few yeah. episodes. Right. Interesting. I have to go back and look at it tonight and see. Yeah, me too. I just was on. I love most Depp, and like he was on there, and I, you know, that, that's really all I need is like most Depp. He's a great artist. Um. Okay. Are you ready for your question? I guess so. Okay, let's see. If you were stuck, um, if you were stuck alone in a subway in New York in the 1950s, (laughs) who would you want to be stuck with? In the 1950s? Yeah. In New York? <laughs> uh, yeah. I was stuck on the subway. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I was stuck on the subway in the 1950s, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be stuck on the subway with, with nobody white. So, you know what I'm saying? Because that's 1950s and ain't no telling what's going to happen by the time I get off that subway. <laughs> I'm stuck for so long. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, all the white people that thought they was cool or, or thought they was hip, they automatically ain't, uh, they, they wasn't invited to that stuck on the subway party. Um, man, in 1950s, man, see, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, who would be dope to go kick it with? Back then in the 1950s, um, man, I'm a, I'm gonna say if I'm in New York, then I'm gonna just pick somebody I knew was up there in New York at the time, and so uh, I'll say like, I'm gonna say like uh, I don't know uh, Zora Neale Hurston. 
you know what I'm saying? Like in the 1950s or whatever, you know, that's the author, their eyes were watching God. And so, yep. I, yeah. And so, like, I figured, like, that's a, that's like a dope book. Y'all got to go check that out, man. Or the eyes of watching God. And she was a part of the whole, like, the uh, the movement of, of the Harlem Renaissance. So, if we on the, mm-hmm. I figure, like, man, what better way to like pass the time with like a dope author, somebody who could tell a story. And then she from the south, so I could relate to her. Like she was. Um, she was raised in the South and then she eventually, you know what I'm saying, uh, was in the Harlem Renaissance in that period of time. And so I figured that'd be just dope to just hang with her in the 1950s. And so she died like in the early 1960s. And so yeah. that, would, uh, that would give me some time to sit there and just chop it over somebody. It was real, one of my favorite books, The Eyes Were Watching, God's Over Near Hurston. And that I could pass the time with somebody who could at least uh, tell a story. So. That'd be dope. If it wasn't, if I could think of like, if I could think of like a dope, like woman who could sing or something like that from back time period, I probably would say her too. But we're going to go with Zora Neale Hurston, you know? I feel like that's a good choice. I, um, I read Their Eyes Were Watching God, but then I also like got that book, Barracoon or something, Barracoon the book that she wrote about like the last living slave that was like recounting his story about like slavery. Mm, I never read um, the book, but yeah. I haven't read it either. I just purchased it, but I haven't like gotten around to reading it yet. But um I don't know. She seemed like she was a real interesting lady. Yeah, man. I mean I think I think like to be able to sit around anybody in the Harlem Renaissance era and talk to like the influential people of that time and in that place would just be dope because they really was like on some um they was on some hipster vibe type stuff back then, but at the same right. time like they were like if you just listen to the different stories and stuff like that about them, they knew how to respect each other's space and just let each other do what they did without like really like too much exposing each other. They just like supported each other. I, I remember reading about uh, back in the day about they had this one spot at, out in like Greenwich Village, what they call like Niggerati Manor, and they, like there was only black people out there in that manor. I mean, in that part of town. So they called it Niggerati Manor because that's where all the black people would go hang. And I know the name might sound offensive or whatever, but that's what they wanted to call it. But, right. You know what I'm saying? That's what they wanted to call it. because well, offensive to me sound kind of lit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they was turned up. You know what I'm saying? Hop it up, hop it up. I was popping bottles. They probably was having all types of uh, dope little ciphers and everything up in there. <laughs> I'll be having a little seance session and everything. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, Niggerati, what is it? Niggerati what? Niggerati Manor, like M-A-R. That sounds lit. Like, Niggerati Manor sounds... I read that in a book, like, years ago, so go Google it. Google it. Google it and see see if I ain't lying. But, yeah, that that would be, like, cool to go kick with people from Harlem Renaissance. I mean, if you really think about it... They uh, they started a whole vibe and a whole wave for like all these artists now that like love to do their thing and be in their own space. 
Like I think the closest thing that like people seen like in the early 2000s and stuff to like the Harlem Renaissance move. Harlem Renaissance was big because it was like authors, uh, musicians, poets, visual artists. You know what I'm saying? So we really haven't seen like a wave of people, black people coming together the same way again. Like we didn't have, we didn't seen people like the the soul Quarians, like mm-hmm. musicians, producers, singers, rappers, hip hop artists, all that type of stuff, poets. But like you know, saying so you didn't have like the authors and visual artists involved with that as well. But you know, and so hip hop is like a, a like a was it was a, a club of people like that as well too. And so like I think they kind of spot they don't they the, the the leaders of that school right there that basically you know clicked up and on some positivity, like we was gonna support each other, you know, regardless. So real talk, the Harlem Renaissance might be the be like like real talk. They it might be something like close to like um man, like the first black independent like creative click, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Like so much came out of that yeah. movement and that era. Like so much of almost, you know, the people most of the people that I admire and that I look up to like James Baldwin who I like stand like I stand James Baldwin like stand him um, and so like people like him and Malcolm X and I don't know so many other people came out of that era like it's it's kind of it was kind of lit back then I mean it was jacked up too because of the you know, civil unrest they were experiencing, but oh yeah, in terms of just like people and artistry and creativity, like it was lit yeah. for black folks back then. Yeah, it was. It was, but like you said, you know, they dealt with a whole lot. Right. They dealt with a whole lot, and they dealt with a uh, more than we deal with too. That's why I don't like when people like to cap and talk about um what they would have done in this era and that era. Like, dude, these people that, like, James Baldwin and Langston Hughes and Zora Neale Hurston and Lorraine Hansberry and yeah. T. Cullen, some of these cats, man, and some of these, these these women, man, they had to, like, leave the United States just to go, like, clear their mind and do their art and go, right. like, because they were just facing so much here. And so, like, us... You know what I'm saying? We was tripping off when 21 Savage was about to get deported. Like, what? <laughs> like, that, that is the only artist we could talk about was about to have to lead the whole country. So, you know. I mean, I wasn't tripping off of 21 Savage. I was more hurt. My heart was broken. He had broke my heart. I was like, man. You mean to tell me? <laughs> you mean to tell me he, he's over here sounding like Pimple the Pig? In real life, over here sound like Migos. But he supposed to sound like Pepper the Pig. I don't even know who Pepper the Pig was, but I figured he'd be like, oh, give it a night. He has a nice dance. <laughs> the dance, too. Yeah, Pepper the Pig. Pepper the Pig is a cartoon. Did you know children? It's, oh, it's right. literally a pig that has a British accent over here sounding like Pepper the Pig. And you. Huh. 21 Savage over here sounding like Idris Elba in this moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not going to Pantherville and, you know. The Pantherville. 
had to do. Talking about shooting people. Oh, lad. Oh, chap. <laughs> I'd like a scone. Nice glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could you imagine? Imagine if he was rapping in, rapping in the British accent. That would be great. How much money you got? A lot. How much time you got? A lot. <laughs> I'm up in the streets with a chopper. Yeah. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. Ducking and lodging the coppers. <laughs> we don't. I don't like British Twenty One Savage. Hey, don't like the real one. <laughs> okay, man. I'm pouring up. Are you pouring okay. up? Okay. Wait. No. I'm not finished. Oh, okay. Well, you was trying to rush me, so I figured you was done. I wasn't. I just, <laughs> you know, we be having to make sure we be having to like be keep the time thing together because we will go over time. Already. Well, we on time today. You know what I'm saying? All right. So. I'm so happy that we're finally, finally, finally able to um, taste this beer from this very particular, like, brewery that we had been talking about earlier, mm -hmm. like a few months ago, right? Most definitely. Most definitely. So. Bill Street uh, Brewing Company Bill in Memphis, Street Tennessee. Company in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. So yeah, I went there um, last weekend just to kind of like go get away and just like went to the liquor store real quick and found, you know, see what they had, see if they had like anything from this brewery. And I did find a beer. Really? I guess, I to, I, I'm so confused though. Is it called All Day, Air Day IPA or is it? <laughs> it's, called all, it's called All Day, Air Day. Air Day. IPA, it's uh, uh, the, but the hazy, hazy, pale, pale. a hazy, pale ale, yeah. So it is. Uh, let me see if I can get through here. Like, of course, it's um, brewed in Memphis. I'm very shocked that the IPA that the um ABV is five point five. Like that's low for a IPA. It'll be lower. Oh, really? Yeah, well, they said the all day. Ah, that's yeah, why because like, because yeah. if you like, I've thought about Founders Centennial all day, so yeah, the lighter IPAs. You show right? That's yeah. So they're usually like four to five, like right at five, and this is mm -hmm. like a five point five. Okay, cool. So we're gonna try it it comes in it comes in a 16 ounce so it's actually like a full pint which to me is like my favorite like i love when a beer when you go to the liquor store and get a pint you know what i'm saying like you can get four 16 ounce beers as opposed to what like eight no wait six 12 ounces yeah right? six 12 ounces like i love when beers come in pints i mean i don't know why but i i, I like it this beer comes in a pint. And I'm wrong with that player. <laughs> I mean, it would be so much better if I actually had like a beer glass, but I don't. But that's fine. Gonna have to sip it out of your red solo cup then. 
Okay, did you already pour yours? Yeah, I did. Ugh, you're so, okay. I just poured it, but I didn't taste it. Okay, I'm ready when you are. Cheers. Cheers. Wait, what are we toasting to? Uh, we toasting to, um, we toasted to this money that this podcast will start to generate once people start start uh, listening to all our illustrious facts about beers. Cheers to that. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So, one of the things I want to point out is that it's definitely like true to its name. I mean, it's it's real hazy in here. It's real hazy looking. Mm -hmm in this glass over here and it's not as dark as like the other one it's like actually like a lighter to me it looks like a typical lighter colored like a golden ipa uh okay so for me like this is a this is a very light ipa like straight up, it's hazy. It's hazy, but um, you hold it up to the light, man. You know, so you could definitely see how light it is. This is like real talk. Like this is like a beer that like you could just really just sip. I mean, and I ain't gonna try to eat. I don't even want to put a whole bunch of spank on it, but like. It doesn't really taste like an IPA to me. Nah, it ain't hoppy at all. It has no hops. No, it doesn't. It ain't hoppy mm -hmm. at all. Uh, it's, it, like I said, this is like easy sipping right here. Straight up. Like, that's why you can get a sick, that's why you can get a pint, real talk. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can get a pint of this and, uh, you know what I'm saying, just sip for real. You know what I'm saying? This, this this ain't gonna be like no Miller Miller Light or nothing like that, but you can you can smell how light it's gonna be when you like when you put your nose up to the glass. Like I'm looking forward to trying the other joint, this the space age sipping joint, because I feel like that's gonna be real hoppy. Yeah, we're going to have to find that one. So this was the only one that they had. They mentioned it like they sell out really quickly. Yeah. So I'm assuming people were really like wanting to try the beers and like see what's happening. But like, yeah, this was the only one that they had. And so, um, you know, it was fine. But yeah, it's, I don't know. It doesn't really give me IPA. Yeah, it 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 give you like that that it's it's a like I say it's this is easy it's easy sipping type of type of beer right here like this is like the beer that like when you um you want to taste somebody that's never been to the brewery yeah or never been to a brewery before 
you want to give them the like the little the little red what not the red L's what are they called like the um, pilsners maybe not the pilsners the stuff that be like red when you when you when you drink it I forget what type of beers they call those joints ambers not ambers it's them lagers them lagers. That's what I'm okay. like, them little fruit lager beers. Once they get past the little fruit like the lagers, ciders, the ciders. Yeah, the ciders and then the little fruit lagers, like the little strawberry lagers and stuff like that. This is like the next beer that they can go up on and taste because they've they've tried the little ciders and stuff like that, and now they can finally try like a regular beer. And so you go get you a little lager. And uh, you know what I'm saying? This this is on that level right there. It's on that, this on the blonde level of beers and stuff like that, basically. Start trying those types. So yeah, it's a very light beer though. Yeah, it's very light. But it's not bad. It's no, it got not- a, it got a it got a cool taste to it. Mm-hmm. I think when you're kind of used to drinking like heavier, like I love double IPAs, you like double IPAs, like when you used to drinking like heavier IPAs, mm-hmm. the lighter ones kind of. It's always so interesting too because like if I'm in the mood for an IPA, like I really want the hop, like I really want the hoppiness. It's really what I'm looking forward to when I drink IPAs. Because mm-hmm. otherwise you could really drink whatever. And like I'm not, you and I are different in that. Like I don't, I don't mind drinking lagers. I drink a lager or a pale ale or I drink whatever like I don't have to drink an IPA but when I want an IPA I want it's the hops that I'm looking for it's like the heavier hoppier flavor that I'm looking for and so sometimes for me like all day IPAs like I do not like founders like founders IPA like it's a good beer but like I don't like it as an IPA you know what I'm saying like, I'm more of a Lagunitas type of person. If I'm going to do an IPA, like, I'll do a Lagunitas. Or something similar to Lagunitas, but... Yeah. Like, all day IPAs, I don't... I don't really care for like that. Well, I think that, like, the people that might be checking this episode out, you know what I'm saying, if they, if they, if you're not, like, somebody that's, like, into, like, trying beers, uh, a lot of this stuff probably won't even make sense to you. Yeah. <clears throat> but when you get to trying different beers and you, like, you're looking for particular tastes, you know what I'm saying, you'll, you'll understand a little bit better that, like, you know, you, you go for certain type of beers because you want to it's a it's a mood, it's a style, it's a different taste. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you sip an IPA, you expect the hoppiness. This is not a hoppy IPA. That doesn't mean that it tastes bad, but it's like it it, it will deceive you if you think you just yes. it up for like straight up hops. Like I was expecting this joint to be hops, but when I saw the all day, I was like, oh, well, never mind, because uh, like you said, the Centennial is like one of the ones that uh, people don't really uh, go for, for the hops, it's a light IPA. So this is a very light IPA, but it's still like, you know, it's still tasty. 
you can you can have you can have one of these joints. This is like this is how I describe it. Okay, you got something to go do real quick. Uh, you got something to do real quick. You want to down your beer real quick. Hey, you go in the room and you grab one of these joints and then you go about your business. <laughs> If you, yeah. he'll give you a light jolt to go kick it. So yeah, that's what this beer is all about. It's a light IPA, and um, taste it one more time, real quick. Me too. Yeah. Um, I'll say this right here. So I called the other beer. Like this is like the other beer. I said this was like good. That was like good fall sipping, ice cold. Like if you're chilling outside, it's not really super cold. It's got that good fall weather where you come outside with your vest and your and your flannel. You can come outside with your flannel shirt and your vest on. You know what I'm saying? Your bubble vest and you're chilling outside on the back back patio, back porch, or whatever in front of the house. Nice crisp air, cold beer. You can sip and you chop it up and talk. This all day, every day IPA from Bill Street Brewing. This is the beer that I would drink if I knew that I was gonna be sitting at the uh, I was gonna be at the at the street at the uh, music festival all day. Like mm. I'm trying, I'm trying to catch these acts. I want to keep on having a good time. You know what I'm saying? These are light beers I could just buy, sip in a cup. Possibly, you know, pass out a few and share with everybody. Uh, but I mean, I'm outside. I'm kicking it at the festival. This is like eight or nine hours. It's just straight music. And so I could drink these throughout the day and be fine. You know what I'm saying? Drink these, get a cup, get a, get a few six packs of these or four packs as they come. And then share them with people. And yeah, because it's like I say, it's easy sipping. Like you can just literally walk around and just sip this beer. Go have you some food on the side, whatever. Because it's just it's really just easy sipping. That's the best way I could just describe it to you. Like music be easy listening. This is easy brew sipping right here. That's a great way to describe it. Random question. Is it my turn or yours? I'm going. Okay. Random question time. Okay. So I thought about this the other day because I was about to go like to Best Buy. Mm -hmm. Do like do people even think about buying CDs even anymore? Do you? <laughs> no, nope, I don't. I don't, and I'm gonna tell you why. One, because I don't have a CD player, like, anywhere. So, like, my car doesn't play CDs. And I used to own, like, a radio, like, a radio that had a CD player. But I think that, I mean, I can't even remember. Like, it was a black radio. It was real cute. It was, like, real bulbous and, like, round. <laughs> and it had a CD player. It was real cute. But I can't even remember when I own that. Um, so no, I don't think about buying CDs, but I do have a record player. Oh, the other thing, 
my computer. So my computer actually plays CDs. It's an old computer. Mm -hmm. I've had it for like 12 years or something. Yeah, I about to say, you definitely got an old computer. Yeah. It plays CDs it, and, and DVDs. Um, so that's really the only thing that I have that can play CDs, but like it's old, it's slow, you know. Um, but I do, I do enjoy buying records, like vinyl records, because I have a record player, which is older than the actual CD-ROMs, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> and that's probably odd within itself. Like, I don't have anything to play CDs, but I have a record player and I have vinyl records. It's probably odd. No, it's not odd. Well, I can play CDs because I have a PlayStation, so. Oh. Yeah, you know, you put a CD in and play it off the PlayStation. I got a PS4, so um, I'm pretty sure that it'll be going to a CD, CD list version. Yeah. So if they do and I get a PS5 or whatever, I'll probably um, buy a DVD player so that I can continue to play CDs and just listen to it off of my TV. Okay. So, yeah, but I haven't bought a CD in a long time. I can't even, I honestly, I, I wanted, when I was asking you the question, I was trying to think, like, when the last time I bought a CD? If I bought a CD, I'm going to be real with you. It was probably off somebody that was selling a CD, like, as an <laughs> independent artist. But I cannot remember the last time I went to the store, like, ooh, somebody album dropped, and I went and bought that CD. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Shout out to YouTube because I'm that's I'm not gonna listen to everybody out there on YouTube, basically. And it's an artist that sucks because uh, I really be wishing people would <laughs> go download my stuff. But um, yeah, streaming has taken over. Um, it's so funny that you say that because I was in I think I was in New York like a couple years ago, and it was my last day, and like. I think I had some money on me. Like, I think I had a few dollars on me, like cash, but like, you know, I really don't be carrying cash like that. And I was in Times Square and these dudes walked up to me and shoved like three or four different CDs in my hand. They just shoved them like, and then was talking to me, like whatever, how you doing sister? Like blah, 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 blah. And like, it was like three, four dudes. I was gonna say something else. It was like three, four dudes. <laughs> so petty. <laughs> they were like all like here and they were just like hey let me you know they were just talking to me they were so nice and they was like you can get like his album his album my album for like this amount of money blah 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 and then I was like okay um and I was like looking in my purse and I was like dang I only got this much money and then they kind of one by one like took their CDs back. I was like, oh, oh, well, excuse me. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I ain't even got no CD player. I was like, I can't even, like, I was going to buy at least one, one person's CD, but like, I don't got no CD player. <laughs> and they took their albums back and walked away. Look, you know what I'm saying? They, they did exactly what they were supposed to do. That's what they were sent for. 
You know what I'm saying? It wasn't scheduled for you to even get those compact discs. And for people who don't know what compact discs are, that's what a CD is, a compact disc. I had to what bring out some ROM? technology for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where did the ROM come from? CD-ROM. No, like, look, I don't know what a CD-ROM is, man. I don't, I don't know what the ROM is, man. They, you got to Google that part. Man, I thought you knew. I don't know what CD-ROM, I don't know what the ROM is. Last time somebody said something about CD-ROM, I was probably not even, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing when they start talking about CD-ROMs, man. <laughs> I don't know what the... I don't, I don't know what the ROM stands for. I don't know if it's an acronym. I don't know if it's short for something abbreviated. I don't know what a ROM is. <laughs> okay. okay. I know what a CD stands for. It's a compact disc. Okay, it's my turn to ask a question. All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, I want to know... what your favorite scent is or smell or fragrance um like on it doesn't have to be like particularly like on you it could just be in general just like your favorite smell or fragrance. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go like I like a uh, non champa incense. Mm. Yeah, that's that's like that's like dope to me. Um, still a fan, man. Still a fan of uh, Polo Blue Cologne. <laughs> really? Yeah, Polo Blue, man. I love Polo Blue. Mm. I wouldn't say that about you. Yeah, Polo Blue Cologne, man. It's always been cool. And uh, I think what other scent I like, man. Um, yeah, you know, I like frankincense and myrrh. Uh, yeah. Oils, oils. So yo, those are like non-chopper frankincense and myrrh oil, polo blue cologne. That's that's always cool right there. And then, man, you know what I'm saying? I like the scent of a uh, came from, man. Like some good hickory smoke on the grill when it comes to that barbecue. I, I, I smell that. I know people know what they're doing, man. Yup. I know people doing what they're doing, man. So, you know what I'm saying? You got some of that hickory smoke going on that, uh, on that grill, getting ready to getting ready to throw down. I, I, I know you're not playing with the people. You know, I like a little frankincense and myrrh too. I really like frankincense and myrrh. I don't really know. I really like it. You want to be like, like the boys? I see. <laughs> I like earthy, like earthy natural smells. Like I really enjoy those. And then, like when you talk about like food, like I love when I'm in like an area and you just smell like aroma, like garlic and like you just smell cooking like I like the smell of like food period 
So if you're just like hanging around and you just smell food, like it's like my favorite. And you don't even know what kind of food it is. Like you can't identify the food. You just know it smells like food. Shout out to my granny. <laughs> Her house always smelled like food. Yes, yeah, just food. Just oh. And you don't even be hungry. Like you don't be nothing. Nothing be going on. You just, you know, experiencing, you just like you just experiencing the smell of food and you just like, wow, like, you know, I'm alive. I smell food. I ain't got COVID because I can smell, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. <laughs> that, hurt, <laughs> that hurt somebody right there. That was horrible. That was actually horrible, but <laughs> but it's so true. You said it, so. I know, I know, I know. It was horrible. I said it, but, but it's true. But, <laughs> but it's but. true. <laughs> I did not lie. <laughs> she laughing about it, y'all. <laughs> mm. It's so bad. I'm going to keep it moving, man. Because, you know, Bill Street Brewing and gave us this all day, every day. And uh, basically, Bowie then uh, signed up to basically ridicule uh, the people without the sense of smell. <laughs> I did not. It was not intentional. You know, my my jokes be having bad timing and everything. My jokes myself be having bad timing. So they don't make what she's saying is laughs weren't scheduled when she... <laughs> It weren't scheduled. That shit wasn't scheduled for us to laugh at her jokes. Um, <laughs> but let me put another random question to get you off your uh, get you yeah. stand up routine real quick. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this right here, and then you know, what I'm saying you can kind of you kind of come up with your next uh, your next line of questioning for me. Um, what what is something that you really are looking forward to do this winter? Hmm. Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Yeah, it is. Look, I'm curious. I wants to know. Let's see. You know, it's so weird because what I'm looking forward to do this winter is literally like no different than what I do any other time. But like, I'm just looking forward to like the weather being cold, like cool weather and me just wearing like sweaters and just being like warm and toasty and drinking like coffee like one of my favorite things to do in the winter time is drinking hot beverages in the cold weather like i just like that i just enjoy it being cold outside i get some coffee or some tea like hot coffee and hot tea and just be outside drinking warm beverages in the cold mm -hmm. like that is just one of my favorite things to do when when it's when the weather cools down right. and wearing sweaters and wearing sweaters 
yeah so you know i started going through my closet during this whole quarantine thing and it it really it made me realize that like i don't have no summer clothes like i do not be ready for the summer and it's like every time the summer roll around i don't be have nothing to wear because all i got is sweaters and long sleeves because style be uh style of the, the winter man let you layer up and you can do things man so people don't be ready for that summer heat especially in arkansas that humidity do something different man it'd be so high you just want to stay inside like all i want to do in the summer but this summer ain't been inside. that bad this summer ain't been as bad as it's been in the past well has the summer not been as bad or just had you not been out in the summer no, because this summer has not been as bad as, as it has been in the past. I'm talking about on a level where, like, I don't remember the pollen being as crazy this year. Mm, that's true. I, man, we have insect infestations, like, every spring. And summer. Man, I, I, I saw a dead grasshopper the other day. I was like, what? Like, somebody marked a grasshopper out here? I ain't even seen none of y'all this year. Yeah, the mosquitoes were at an yeah. all-time low as well. Yeah, and so like, like being outside and with that, on with with that uh, collaborating, you know what I'm saying? You, you be like, man, I just hate summer. You know what I'm saying? With the humidity and the insects and the allergies and everything like that, and, and it just hasn't been as bad this year. That's what I say. So, I mean, it's so I was kind of anticipating the like the murdering hornets and wasps or whatever they were coming from the east mm-hmm. as you know that was all over the news so yeah. i was waiting on them to come but they never came Thank i God. think they showed up and was like you know they showed up like people who pull up at your house and be like uh i'll be out there in five minutes and you pull up to somebody's house and they be like hey i'm coming out and they don't come out and they just pull up I think I think they pull off on everybody. They're like, oh yeah, and even oh yeah, I respecting the rules and regulations of social distance. Y'all been quarantined, and they went somewhere down in South America or something like that. I was like, man, we out of here. They was not with it. <laughs> they wasn't with it at all. Okay, oh. I'm gonna ask you a question. <clears throat> Go ahead. I drank a beer so long, man. It's crazy. I, this is great. I'm really enjoying myself. Like this is not like the usual beer experience, but I'm you know I'm having a great time. So, don't be weird with this question. Like answer. No, <laughs> don't just say like the answer you think everybody wants you to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? <clears throat> well, that's an easy question for me because I tell people all the time like where I would prefer to live. Um, so I only could tell you where I would want to live <laughs> the places that I've been. Because <laughs> mm. I'm pretty sure that, that this is not my destination if I had a choice. I hadn't just I just haven't been afforded the opportunity to go to all the places I want to go. So if I could live anywhere out of the places that I've been to visit, uh it would be 
Seattle, Washington. Um, I like Seattle because of the weather. And a lot of people like it rains too much. I love the rain. I like to experience winter. Like I like when I say experience winter, I want snow. I want like all that cold weather. I want to bundle up all that type of stuff. Man, I love the arts out there. There's art scene out there. Uh, you know, every time I've been, I've always been able to kick it around some cool black people. And so, yeah, uh, I could live there. And more, I, I say that because uh, more of the reason is because uh, I've been there and I've, I've enjoyed it every time. Like, I don't know anything else out of the times that I visit there. So anything horrible about Seattle, I just haven't really experienced it. it only thing I've experienced that I didn't like about Seattle was expensive to be out there as far as like living. Yeah. And so if it was, maybe living on the outskirts of Seattle would be cool if it was like affordable. Uh, well, not affordable, but, you know, cheap living. <laughs> I'll say that. Cheap and decent living. So I could just, I'll just say that. Now, and I know that, like, other places I probably love way more than that. Seattle was the place that I ever visited and spent some extended time with. Yeah. So I have never been to the Pacific Northwest. Like, that's the only coast in the U.S. I haven't been to. Word. So it's actually like something I really wanted to do like this year. I wanted to go to Portland and I wanted to go to Seattle and do just like, like I wanted to fly into Portland and then like drive up to Seattle and drive up to, to Vancouver. But, you know, hey. COVID. COVID. COVID has become like the, um, you know how like things go horribly wrong and then you know what I'm saying uh, you be trying to explain your friends to, like your plans for like the weekend and uh, if something, something happens it's a situation and you got to explain friends like why it didn't go down like y'all had to explain it to them COVID has become the weekly the weekend explanation it has turned into like the whole year and I don't know how long it's gonna last explanation behind all your plans like your weekend explanation like I was <laughs> with y'all but my check is supposed to hit at this time and they said it was gonna be in there at midnight but then it wasn't there at midnight so I didn't have no money I knew none of y'all wasn't going to give me no money to go out with. And so I just didn't even want to show up. Like, I didn't have nothing to wear, none of that type of stuff. That, that was the whole, like, situation and scenario back then. Now it's like, uh, why you didn't go do this? COVID. <laughs> like, my old boy came in town for Labor Day weekend from L.A., right? Okay. This is like, this is like a true story. <clears throat> he came in town. He came in town on Friday, Labor Day weekend. And then he sends a tweet out and he says, Little Rock, what's up? I'll be back in town Friday. What's happening? What's going on? And then one of my friends responds to him and says, A pandemic? Like, <laughs> that's what's going on. 
a pandemic. And then yeah. I thought it was funny. And so I just hit him back and I was like, what's, what's going on? I'm like, what's popular on Netflix? Like, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, like no big events and gatherings are going down. So like that has become like the reason why nobody is doing anything at all. So. Unfortunately. It's just, it's just real, man. That, that, that's, that's, that is, that is defined what 2020 has been about. One of the definitive moments in 2020, the probably most definitive moment of 2020 has been the pandemic. Right. In the history books. And we're just all just trying to like, you know, wade our way through it as best as we can. We trying to wade, we trying to all paddle, we trying to do everything we can. Backstroke, like float. Float. Kanye was walking on water this past weekend. Um oh, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm not even gonna get into that. Please, let's take that for next episode. No, really. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm, man, you gotta go look at the videos. Him and Joe Osteen, they're ridiculous. Mm. Oh, no, Osiris. Just telling you, man. But anyway, but anyway, uh, one more random question because I think I'm about to be done. Let's do it. So, wait, one more round of questions. So, you ask me one question, I ask you one question, then we're done. And, and we're done, yeah. Okay, let's do it. Already. Okay. So, um, let me let me let me chop it up and think on it real quick. Oh man. So as I sip, um if there was any language that you wish you could speak like fluently what would it be mm. besides english of course yeah that is such a great question <sighs> but it's also hard to answer <laughs> <laughs> because i feel like everybody was like oh you need to learn spanish because like everybody's learning Spanish. But then when you travel around the world, like folks ain't speaking Spanish like that. Folks are speaking English and French for sure. Folks over here speaking Chinese and Cantonese. Although I think, wait, maybe Cantonese is the same as Chinese. Mandarin any hoozle. Um, I, <laughs> I think I think I would dang, it's such a hard question. Okay, let me think. I think if I if I had to like learn one language, I think it would be French. Because mm. that way I feel like I feel like I can, you know, politic with French people in France. Then I can probably politic with all the people that's been colonized by the French, wherever they are in the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel like 
just for like good measures, I'd probably be okay, you know, talking to the people that got a little Creole going on, you know, little, you know, a little Creole mix like in Haiti, or maybe they speak French in Haiti. I don't know. But you know, some of those language languages are like derivatives of like French. Oh, really? So, so I think I would want to learn French. I got you. Yeah. That's what I think. <sighs> okay. My turn. Your turn. <laughs> so, if you were running for president, what would your campaign slogan be? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I was running for president. Yes. It would be both for Osiris Bali. Cause the price of the brick going up. <laughs> if they really? don't vote for you, the brick is going up, or if they do vote for you, I don't. If they vote for me, the price of the brick is going up. Okay. The reason but, why you want you want you want the price of the brick to go up if you vote for me. The why reason why is, I said say what? Why? Because okay, the, the quote come from The Wire with Marlo. You ever watched Marlo on The Wire, man? Um he is like the new kingpin in town when the Avon Barksdale organization go down. So you gotta be on the wire to even know what I'm talking about. But Mark mm -hmm. steps in there and he's like a young dude. He don't play by the rules, but eventually they try to like coerce him into playing by the rules by like enticing him with like different deals and stuff like that. And so he worked with him to for his advantage. And then all of a sudden he's just like, you know what? This is a lawless game. Like, why am I gonna keep on playing with these people who are trying to like get me to spend my money? on their plans, which they never consulted me about these plans because their plans were already in place. So what he does is he starts to eliminate his biggest competitors. And once he does that, uh, he goes to the co-op meeting and he just totally destroys the co-op. He eliminates the people that run the co-op because they are running a, a, like a legal game. And he just says, yeah, if you're wondering about like, what uh what what just happened? I'm the one that's responsible. Come and talk to me, but now I'm the boss. And so like, you know, this, like, you know, he says, like, look, I'm not gonna be here for all these meetings. I'm not gonna be here sitting all day long with these meetings. We need to go and handle our business and we need to go ahead and handle it efficiently and expeditiously. Oh, and by the way, price of the brick is going up. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah. I remember he does say that. 
And yeah, he said, he basically like, the co-op is called, it's a New Day co-op. So I was like, man, the New Day co-op. I'm like, man, he really showed everybody it's a new day. Look, if I get to be president, it's going to be a freaking new day in the United States. And guess what? Y'all thought y'all was going to be able to go do this stuff like y'all thought y'all was going to do it? I'm talking about the legislators. I'm talking about these lobbyists. I'm talking about these PACs. I ain't talking about the people. The prices of the brick is going up. If you think you're going to be able to control this country the way that y'all been controlling it, think again because the price of the brick has went up. And y'all not y'all not a part of the team. Y'all just, you know, y'all just here while I'm here too. But the only difference is I'm in a leadership position. So the price of the brick going up, that means y'all got to come up off more. That means the elite and the wealthy are not going to be able to run things. You know what I'm saying? This is a new day and the price of the brick is going up. So get ready to, you know what I'm saying, uh, deal with a new boss in town, in the country. I ain't even in town, in the country. I feel like that's an awesome slogan, and I feel like that's also a really great way to end our Four Ingredients podcast on. Already. I'm so happy we got to do it. I'm so happy we got to try cool beers and they were finally, you know, had a beer to drink. And I have extras, so I'll get to drink those at some point when I want a beer again. Already. Well, yeah, it was dope. You know what I'm saying? The price of the brick is going up. And uh, I'm still going to be shining from pinky finger to thumb. All right? All right. And cheers to everybody. You know, if, if, if beer is not your drink of choice, then whatever it is you're drinking on, everybody, you know, stay safe. Stay safe. Uh, and check I on your people. Check on your people. Complete the census. Mm-hmm. Register to vote. All of that. Uh, yeah. And so I guess until next time. All right. Peace. As a matter peace. of fact. <laughs> Bye. Peace.